Hey there, welcome to The Hot Slice, the weekly podcast brought to you by Pizza Today magazine. I'm your host, Jeremy White, joined today by the one, the only, new haircut, Denise Greer. What's up, Denise? Fresh hairstyle, yes, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. New hair- I, I gotta say, it's March, and yeah. it's like beautiful outside, and the sun is shining, and we are like three weeks away from Pete's Expo. So life is good right now. So it's excellent. Life is good. It, the, the calendar has turned to March. The sun is out where you and I live. It's a warm day, even though it's still winter, it feels like yeah. spring. Uh, to me, one of the major barometers of better weather is when we go out to Las Vegas in March, hit that nice warm sunshine. And then we know, all right, spring's coming at home too. It's not going to be long before. <laughs> You know, we get out of winter at home. So this is uh this is good times. This is Pizza Expo month officially. Yeah, yeah it, it is Pizza Expo month. We are and we are in the trenches, just getting everything, you know, getting everything finalized and making sure that everything is great so that we can have a dynamite show. But so far, you know, because you've seen the stuff. I mean, it is gonna be yeah. a dynamite show. Like I've seen the stuff. It is going to be amazing. Like I, it, it, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. You know, the carpet's yes. back. We're we're rolling. We're in the new hall, so yes. everything is is shaping up to be a. What would JJ say on the TV show in the '70s and '80s? Dynamite. Dynamite. So young kids watching this aren't aren't going to even know who JJ well, is. No, it's fine. <laughs> he does retiree commercials now, so it's fine. Whatever. Oh my god. <laughs> but uh, I am excited. So I want to try out that Elon Musk has that that uh, yeah. vehicle that'll take yeah. us like the the to tra- take us transfer us around, and I'm like, I want to try can- that out. I think it'll take us from Resorts World directly to the convention center, correct? Um, yeah, I'll take it. That'll, that'll, be, that'll be fun and something new because, you know, being in the new hall, it's going to, you know, it's, it's brand new. So it, it's going to feel that way. Um, and so we're, we're, we're excited. I'm pumped. Um, or I should say I'm jazzed because jazzed. As, we record, yeah. as we record this, now obviously our podcast will, will be out to the public on Wednesday. But as Thursday. we record this. Oh, Thursday. I got it wrong. See, <laughs> but for this, it is Fat Tuesday. It so. is Fat Tuesday. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it's, it's great. Um, and, uh, and so we are bringing the hot slice back to Pizza Expo. Uh, yeah. So we are excited to do that. And, and we want as many people to come and be on the show doing the mini sessions as we can possibly get. So make sure you stop by Pizza Today. Um, but if you have that story that you think is going to be a longer story that you need more time, then you have to hit us up on email and let us know. Yeah. We'll try to get you on the schedule. Uh, either send it to me, D Greer, G R E E R at pizza today.com or. Or so yeah, email me J white at pizza today.com. We are always looking for guests for the hot slice. We uh, Absolutely. record these every single week. Mm-hmm. 52 weeks a year. Well, that's kind of a lie. The Christmas week, there are a couple of weeks where, where we uh, replay we run. Uh, because of a holiday or something. But hey, 48 to 50 weeks a year, we record this podcast. Yeah, exactly. And hey, I want to put it out there because you had talked about this. We, you had talked about doing another Ask Pizza Today. So yeah. we need to throw this out there. If you have a question for Pizza Today, A, send it to us either in private message on social at pizza yep. today 
or email us your question because we want to know what your questions are and we will try to bring it onto that episode of Ask Pizza Today. So uh, we'll have Absolutely. that coming up sometime in the next month, but we need to yep. start getting those questions in. So yep. uh, no question is too out of bounds. Just send us your questions. We want to know what you want to what you want to know with the industry and how we can help. Yeah, and you know what? Before we even do our Ask Pizza Today podcast. Yeah in a week, two or three. Yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and get out of the curve. Brian Weevil and answer your question right now. That plant is it's dead. 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 My it's office dead, is dead. And it fell. No <laughs> need to ask me about it yet again. It is <laughs> dead. We don't even have that office anymore. I mean, we're in another office, but we're not even there because I'm in my house. This is my office. Yeah. So. The whole office is dead, Brian, come on. Quit I mean, I'm already that. on to killing new plants at my house. I mean, I've got three <laughs> almost dead plants in there right now. So we're good. So Brian, there you go. <laughs> well, I, I don't really know how to make a smooth. I thought we'd make a smooth transition as we usually do because we're fairly good at what we do, right? But Yeah, transitioning into our guest is going to be a little hard this time. <laughs> yeah, between the dead plants and our guest today. <laughs> how we can make it so let's just make a hard break and boom who's our guest today denise all right we have <laughs> <laughs> we have eric rickman from holy stromboli they're in fort lupton colorado uh yep. so we're talking to eric about the business and i'm actually bringing him on to a uh, panel at pizza yeah. expo so we talk a little bit about that but we hit on some dynamite topics yeah for sure eric is a very uh astute intelligent individual he's got a lot of good things to say so let's just let's get him on see what's up let's jump right into it performance food service is proud to deliver high quality products innovative technology and custom operational solutions to restaurants of all sizes across the country the flagship division of performance food group with deep roots in the restaurant industry performance food service has been the exclusive distributor of the roma family of brands for more than 65 years this signature relationship has allowed performance food service to become a leader in the pizza and italian segment of food service nationwide hear that that's the sound of a pizza being made with delicious Baccio cheese. For the past decade, Baccio has provided customers exceptional Italian pizza cheese with its signature kiss of buffalo milk. With a superior melt, endless stretch, and a rich creamy taste beyond compare, Baccio is honored to celebrate this 10-year anniversary with all of its partners. Schedule a demonstration at bacciocheese.com hotslice to learn more. Pizza's your legacy. Build it with Baccio. So welcome to the podcast, Eric. It's good to have you on. You know, we've Hi, had Melissa on several times and we haven't had you on. So we, we had to bring you on the show. I am glad to be here and, and happy, happy March 1st to both yes. of you. I hope that doesn't strike fear in you guys because, you know, March, you know, we're less than three weeks away from, from Pizza it's Expo. Expo time. Yeah, it, we're, it will be here before we know it. Yeah, we're in, cool. we're in Mad Dash for uh, Expo time, but we're really excited. Also... Yes. Today is Fat Tuesday, so yes. to all my friends yes. in New Orleans, Louisiana, happy Mardi Gras. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes. That's right. Mardi Gras is back really for the first time since March 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's a good sign. Pizza Expo's back in Vegas, and it's yeah. rightful March, so things are finally feeling normal, uh, somewhat. Yeah. Somewhat. How, how's yeah. it going with, with you out there in Colorado? What's, uh, what's the vibe for uh, the way things are feeling in Fort Lupton? In, in Fort Lupton, things are great. You know, we're, we're in Weld County, which, which is a very kind of right-leaning 
County mm -hmm. never really got on board with yeah. COVID restrictions. Um, you know, in fact, Holy Stromboli, we were kind of put in the middle of our state government and our local Weld County uh, government. State yeah. government wanted to do restrictions and, you know, no indoor dining and, you know, and all those things that have really killed many restaurants around the country. Mm -hmm. And our, and our local Weld County commission said, you do what you need to do. You stay in business. People yeah. can make their own decisions for themselves. And, and we really kind of got, got caught in, you know, in this tug of war between the two governments. Yeah, I think a lot of people have had that happen to them as well. Um, now, you know, um, you're actually going to be on my panel, uh, Pizza Expo, on overcoming obstacles. Yes. Uh, and, you know, and if I can think about like what Holy Stromboli has been through, you know, right at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, we had Melissa on talking about that and then kind of the transition to where you are now. I mean, this isn't the first time that you guys have had to overcome obstacles. You know, what's your general approach when you see something happening, you know, it, whether it be external or internal, you know, what is your first uh, inclination? What are, you, what are you doing first? Well, well, first I just, I, I wanna say I like, I like the way you phrase that, that it's overcoming obstacles and mm -hmm. not avoiding obstacles. Yes. <laughs> especially in, in the restaurant right. business, they're inevitable. We're going to have obstacles. And, For and sure. so I, I, I really think you have to look at it in two different ways. One, yes, you have to overcome them, but two, you can avoid them to a certain extent yeah. by, by how, you, how you set up your, your business and, and the way you take care of your business. Mm -hmm. And then those that we can't avoid, yeah, we have to, we have to overcome them. Yeah. Yeah. So what kinds of things, um, how, what's, what's in your mindset when you look at trying to, trying to look at something big like that, you know, something big, whether it's the pandemic or, you know, overcoming, you know, a, I know you guys changed your POS, you know, I, I know that you, you've had some obstacles in your business, but, um, you know, what is your approach to when you look at those obstacles? Well, I think, I think one thing that's important is, you have to really try to take the emotion out of it. Mm -hmm. Whether, whether it's, you know, three cooks didn't show up for their shift, whether mm -hmm. it's the city tearing up the street right in front of your restaurant, that's going to have an impact on business, whether it's the myriad of COVID re restrictions and, and things we had to deal with there. It's, it's real easy to get pissed off about that and get upset and, mm -hmm. and, and get yourself worked up. But at the end of the day, that's not going to help your business. Yeah. yeah. Take, take that home with you. At the end of the night, when you go home, For you know, sure. that's, that's where you can be upset and, and, and curse and carry on. But to me, you've got to take that emotion out and say, what do I have to do to get back to business? What do I have to do to take care of business? Because mm -hmm. my business comes first and foremost. Yeah. Right. And, and, and two, it's, it's easy to, it's easy to misinterpret or to read into certain things that mm -hmm. might get you fired up when they're really not the truth at all. Yeah. You know, we right. often think, well, the, you know, the, you know, the cook that didn't show up, he's sitting on his couch laughing. Ha ha. You know, I really pulled yeah. one over on them. That may not be the case at all. There For might sure. be more to the story. And so leave the emotions out of it. Take care of business. Yeah. Right. That's a good idea. Leave the emotions out of it. I like that, Jeremy. <laughs> easier said than done. But yeah. Stage <laughs> advice. You it is easier said than done, but, right. but you have to make, it's, it's, it's like so many other things in life. You have to, you have to have some awareness. You have to have some emotional awareness of that and make a concerted effort to recognize that and take the action to set that aside for now. Let's get down to business. 100%. You had mentioned um, the 
occasion or instance where an employer, multiple employees simply don't show up. We all know that happens in this business. Um, how are, how's the employee situation in your shop now as compared to, let's say, the beginning of the pandemic or last summer? You know, it hasn't changed too much. Maybe the employment pool's slightly better. But, but I, think there's, I think there's more going on in the, in the employment pool than just the COVID restrictions of a year ago, a year and a half ago, et cetera. I, I will say we've got a great team right now. Yeah. We, we're, we're, very, we're, we're very, very blessed um, with that. We need more. Yeah. And, and, and the, the pool is kind of thin right now. But I don't know that you talk to any restaurateur in any state right now, and they're going to tell you something different. So, yeah. Yeah. But to yeah. answer your question, we're, we're about in the same boat as others when it comes to the employee pool. Um, but the team we have is, they're great. Love them. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, um, and, and you're going to get to meet a lot of them because we're, we're, we're bringing a big contingent to uh, Expo this year. Oh, yeah? That's how, many, how many are you bringing? Who are you bringing with you? Uh, we're probably bringing, bringing, a lot? We're probably bringing <laughs> 10 or, or more. Oh, yeah. sweet. Awesome. Now, yeah. when hey, you... Why not? You're participating. You're on Denise's panel. Uh, yeah. Your wife, Melissa is involved with a few different things. So uh, why not bring the whole crew out and really um, divide and conquer, right? You can't be two yeah. places. There's a lot to see and do. So yeah, exactly. And we, we look at it, we look at it through two different lenses. One, yes, yes, we can bring them out there and there's educational opportunities and they can learn a lot. But two, it's a way to just say, let's get out of the restaurant for a couple of days you know, we'll pay to fly out there. We'll pay for your yeah. hotel. You just go in and get away from Holy Stromboy for a little bit and, and, and have a great time. Yeah. Um, and, and in like we talked about the tight labor market, whatever, yeah. we can, whatever we can do to make people feel valued and, and make people feel appreciated and, mm -hmm. and make, make our team feel good. I think bringing them out to Expo is going to be just one of those things yeah. that we do. Like you said, not only is it a great perk for your staff or the staff members who are able to go, but mm -hmm. you get that break, you get to reset, refresh, you know, mind, body, soul, spirit, whatever. And then when you get back to work again, you're like, okay, now let's, let's go hit it hard again. I've got, I've got a little more oomph in my step now. That is, that is so true. And we have said that, Jeremy, for so many years. We, you know, when we, when we talk to people in the town or we talk about our own team and they, and they want to know what's this pizza expo thing all about, and then, <laughs> you know, we tell them, but, but we always tell them the timing is just impeccable because when you're feeling run down, you're thinking, yeah. wow, how much longer can I do this? And wow, this is, you know, Perfect. really, you know, bearing down on me. We go to expo and we, we talk to other people that, that are in the same boat and we, mm -hmm. we have kind of this renewed sense of vigor and, and energy. And so it's, it's interesting that you mentioned that because we yeah. say those exact same words here. You know, Denise, one thing, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say you and I, no, I was just going to say you and I always call it a family reunion. That's how we absolutely. describe it. Yeah, absolutely. It certainly yes, is, indeed. you know, and I think about, you know, there, you know, I, I just spoke with some operators today who, you know, they're like, look, we can't get to Expo. It's, it's winter for us or it's spring for us and we can't be away from our restaurant or we can't be away from our food truck because they, they happen to have a food truck. And yeah. um, so the one thing I'm curious about Holy Stromboli is do you have like that big, huge wave of uh, a season or are you guys just kind of smooth throughout the year? You know, what's that like for you where you're at? 
we don't we don't have that big big wave. Fort Lupton is certainly not a not a tourist town. Um, you know, if you talk to you know if you talk to guys like D'Souza up in Estes Park, I'm sure they'll yeah. tell you there is a, a marked tourist season, mm-hmm. and they're busy. And then there's an off season where yeah. they're working with a skeleton crew. We don't we don't have that. We do mm-hmm. have some natural seasonal fluctuation. You know, I think if you talk to a lot of a lot of restaurant operators, sometimes that December, January, February can be a little bit slow. Yeah. But it's not it's not as pronounced for us. And and I think that's because we're a destination. Mm-hmm. When people's families come into town, and when I say town, I don't mean Fort Lupton, I mean this yeah. greater Denver metro Denver. area. When they come into town, they want to take them to Holy Stromboy. They want to show off. Yeah. They want to show them this cool place that they know about. And so so we do kind of offset some of that seasonality with the yeah. fact that we are a destination um, and people really like to like to come in with family. Yeah. You know, Jeremy, something that uh, last week's guest we had on um, uh, Lasonia and uh, Jay uh, Terrence yeah. from uh, Triple J's. And mm-hmm. they had mentioned, and I actually think it was one of your sessions at Expo where it was like working with couples, like being able to be a, t- uh-huh. a couple team. Yeah. And, and they really got a lot out of that about um, how to work together and how to, you know, how to change things up as far as the dynamics between who does what, you know. So the one thing I'll say, because, you know, we, we do see it, we see Melissa a lot. You know, what's the, what's the, the structure between the two of you on how you kind of flow with your, your workload and the course of business? Well, you can look at it through, through kind of two different lenses. There's the corporate structure. Mm-hmm. and how we have our structure on paper. And she is yeah. the, the co-founder and CEO. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes when we're talking business, we have yeah. to remember which, which hat we're wearing. And at the yeah. end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, she's the boss. And if we're talking about business things and, and, we, and we come to something that we can't necessarily agree on, which, which doesn't happen often, mm-hmm. but ultimately, ultimately she runs the business. She's okay. got a majority share in the business on paper on paper okay now off paper we've got complementary skill sets okay the things that she's good at i'm no good at and the things that i'm good at she doesn't she doesn't want to touch yeah she doesn't want to sit behind a computer and analyze numbers and you know look at look at sales and metrics Mm -hmm. and and try to use data to to drive our our business decisions Mm -hmm. and i don't and i don't want to deal with operations I don't want to deal with artistic things. I don't want to deal with how does the restaurant look and what colors yeah. are we going to use and things like that. Um, and so, so we've been, we've been kind of on yeah. opposite yeah. ends of the spectrum, but over the what, what, 15, 16 years that, you know, that we've been in business, we've learned to come together a little bit mm-hmm. where she's learned some of my skills and I've learned some of her skills and we can pinch hit for each other yeah. as needed. And to me, I think that's the, I think that's the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. But again, when it comes down to if, if ultimately a decision has to be made, there's got to be that one person. Yeah. And, and that's, that's one of yeah. the pieces of advice that I would give in, in a uh-huh. seminar, I would say now, yeah. have that planned out ahead of time. Yeah, before, there does have to be before a, you butt heads. Yeah, the buck <laughs> has to stop where there has to be a final decision maker yeah. in the, that, that you don't agree. But you know, I love what you said because 
it really only works when you get when you're peanut butter and jelly, right? If yeah. if you're both marketing gurus and don't know anything else, it's not going to work. If you're both great chefs but don't know anything else, mm-hmm. it's not going to work. Someone has to have kind of the business sense. Someone has to be able to touch tables, and um, mm-hmm. it all matters. And when you have that, that, then it works. But if you're both one or the other, one type of personality, that's when I see partnerships. Um, and even though you guys are married, that, that's a partnership, right? That's when I see business partnerships go south is when, when they're both finance guys. or, or what, what. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you, you, know, you mentioned that we're both married. We, we all know that. But at the same time, we recognize when, when are we business partners? Yeah. And when are we sitting in the boardroom talking about the business? Yeah. And when are we husband and wife sitting around talking about family and, and, and non-business yeah. things? And, and we really do a good job of, of keeping those things separate because if you don't, it, it'll just, it, it could tear you up. Yeah. Now, hey, let me ask you this. Saturday night, 8 p.m., you're sitting in front of Netflix with a big tub of ice cream or popcorn. On do you talk business or you're like, business is off limits until we're in the pizza, in the, in the shop? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, off yeah. limits. No, uh, no business talk at home. I love that. Yeah. Um, now you said that you're a numbers guy and an analyst, an analyst person, which I totally, I, I am that. I'm the one. I love to look at the data and crunch it and see what, see what's what. Was that something that you kind of naturally have, or is that something that you kind of learned along the way? Um, you know, and how have you kind of grown in that? It's a little bit of both. It's something that I've always had a natural interest in. Um, but of course, running a restaurant with, with razor thin margins, mm-hmm. you have to run a good solid business. Yeah. And, and there's an old saying, if, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. Yeah. Right. For so, sure. so I take it a step farther than just knowing my numbers. I want to know, know how we got there. What do those numbers mean? What are the factors that well, I look at one week's per person or per check average, and then I look at another week and they're different. Why is that? What mm-hmm. happened? And dive into that and see if, there's, see if there's something that we can control to drive those numbers. And to me, yeah. that's just fascinating. And, and now that with this evolution of big data and, and so much data that's out there available, yeah. there's just so many, so many possibilities. And, Absolutely. and those that can crack that egg or crack that nut, yeah. They're going to be the successful ones. You know, I, th- I think, you know, you hear the term big data and a lot it, of people, it scares them. They're like that. I can't tap into that. That's got to be expensive. That's got to be, guess what? Big data is already in your POS. It's already there. Like you just have to be able to tap into it. Big yeah. data is already in your web traffic, like mm. analysts, you know, if you're getting your Google analytics and you can look at it, you can see who's visiting, you can see who's, you know, and then track that to your, your POS. Uh, I mean, there, there's a lot you can do with data. So, uh, you know, big data is, I don't think it's as scary as a lot of people think. Yeah. And I don't, and I don't think people quite, you're, you're right. It, it is scary. And I don't think people quite understand what, what that means. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to you as far as when you think big data? Well, big data. To me, it's just how, just the, the number of data points that are collected mm-hmm. that just, you know, five, five years ago, we didn't have the physical infrastructure capacity to gather, store, and harvest that data. Mm-hmm. But now we do. Now we yeah. do. You know, storage is cheap. Compute is cheap. You know, cloud services are, are really coming down. We, we can measure so many things. Yeah. And then when you've got all those data points, 
then you can use algorithms to say, what's the correlation between all of those? What, mm -hmm. what does it all mean? We've got the compute power now to be able to do that. Yeah. Where that wasn't even heard of, you know, even just, just a handful of years ago. Yeah. To me, that's what big data means. Yeah. I gotcha. So what do you think is like, as far as advice to other operators, what do you think is the most important thing for as far as from a data, from a data perspective, um, that, that they really should look at that's kind of underestimated? I think the biggest overarching piece of advice I would give people is run your business. You've mm -hmm. got to run a solid business. Yeah. And you know, we've, we've gone to, you know, pizza expo and other kind of, you know, food shows and things over the years. And, and the over overwhelming thing that I see a, a lot of times is people, they're creative. They like to cook. They like to entertain. They want to open a restaurant and the business side of it kind of comes second if it even comes yeah. at all. And for that, sure. and that explains the such high failure rate for, for independent yeah. restaurants. Yeah. So I, I harp and harp and harp it, you know, whatever, you know, whatever seminars you want to put me in or whatever podcast we want to do, you've got to run a solid business. Yeah. And if you don't know how to do that, if you're the creative chef type, the yellow personality that just likes mm -hmm. people and, and that find somebody to help you run the business side of mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. That you trust. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I hear all those stories about fraud and things, uh, picking the wrong partners. So make sure you do your research. Yes. You've, you've got yes. a great partner. So we already know that. <laughs> do. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So what's, what's behind you there? Cause that looks like an amazing uh, wine inventory you have back behind you. Well, you know, you know, Melissa was tied up in the office on a, on another, on another call. So I mm -hmm. had to retreat down to the, down to the cellar and, um, you know, just that's the place to be. Pick, that, that, pick, my, that, pick my wine, pick my wine room as a, as a back background. Oh, I love it. I yes. love it. So, uh, what kind of wine program? Let's, let's talk about that for a second. Cause actually wine is huge yeah. right now, especially with the millennial market. The actual, the millennial market is leaning towards wine more than they are, you know, the craft beer movement. They're leaning towards wine and they love things like rosés and, and red wine and just, they, they like wine. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting watching, watching trends. Mm -hmm. You know, we were, I was talking with one of my, my bartenders the other day about, you know, some of the things from that, from the eighties and the nineties that, that we used to drink and we just laughed and you're like, you'd never <laughs> see that these days. And if you do, and if you do go into a restaurant and you see, you know, that bottle of gold schlager or something like that, you think, wow, how, how long has that been sitting there? You know? Um, <laughs> but, but yeah. It, it's, it's interesting to, to, to see those trends. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So how do wine sales stack up to beer sales? Obviously like, the Denver area has always been a huge, huge market for beer. Yeah. For, for us in our restaurant, they are, they are almost equal. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Um, That's really great. Cause you've you know, got a we, very family friendly environment in town. Like you're very family oriented. I feel like we do. We do. We're not, you know, we're not necessarily a kid's place, but we are a, no. a family restaurant. We, we call it fine dining for everybody. Yeah. You know, you can, you can come in in your, in your jeans and your, you know, your work boots and, and have a nice meal. But at the same time, you can, you can bring your wife in for an anniversary dinner and, and just have yeah. a, have a great experience as well. We're not, we're not pretentious in other words. Yeah. I love that. 
I love that. So what is next for you guys? Where, where are you heading? Like, what, what do you have planned in this next year? You know, what's, what are you guys thinking about? Because I know your gears are always turning. Oh, my God. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad you asked because we're just exhausted right now. Because Uh-oh. we're, we're <laughs> for, for us, for Holy Stromboli specifically, we're in the middle of a huge renovation and expansion project. Oh, wow. I did not know. that. No. Well, I think I did. I saw you guys doing some facade things, but I didn't know it was that extensive. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So what, yeah, Thank give you. us the Thank scoop. You. What, are, what are you doing? Yeah. So it's really a, it's really a three phase project. The first phase um, is a really nice outdoor covered patio, mm-hmm. big, big timbers, yeah. you know, cast iron, steel construction, really kind of rustic uh, yeah. cabiny looking and and melissa made that our first focus when the state came out with dining restrictions during covid yeah she said we've got to have outdoor dining space yeah because you never know you never know when they're going to take our indoor dining space away Mm -hmm. from us and so we embarked we embarked on this on this really cool patio heaters and fans and and, you know tvs and the whole work so that if need be we can shuttle everybody out there even though there's roll down plastic all the way around it's <laughs> yeah. still considered out outdoors so so that's phase one of the project and that's that's wrapping up gosh hopefully by the end of this month mm-hmm. it was supposed to be done last september yeah but you know how supply chain issues and yeah. contractor yeah. issues and finding finding people to work is is so difficult we we missed that mark by by quite a bit but yeah. we're going to be we're going to be good to go for this spring so that's that's phase yeah. one of our project Phase two of our project has to be a kitchen expansion. Mm-hmm. We can't we yeah. can't add any more seats at all because they're <laughs> you need more output, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so that'll be a huge undertaking, and then the and then the final phase will be to um, completely revamp the interior space. We're going to take over uh-huh. part of our building that's oh twelve to fifteen hundred square feet that's been mm-hmm. vacant. Oh wow! Turn that into the new front of the building, dedicated pickup area. Espresso mm-hmm. area, gelateria, holy oh, nice. um, revamp bar. It, it's going to be cool. Oh, that's awesome! Outstanding. Yeah. That is so exciting. You're right to you know invest in those things because a you can't go wrong with kitchen output. You can't go wrong with um, with patios right now because the patio setup. There, you know, we've seen the studies, we've seen these surveys, and it's outdoor dining is not going anywhere. It's like people now have had a taste for it and they like it. So yeah. it's not, it's not going anywhere. Um, so, and then, then dedicating the space to carry out, that's just, just not a smart move. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in, in our case, yeah. <laughs> you know, our building, our building is now a uh, 110 year old historic building. Mm-hmm. It's a brick building. It, it doesn't, they didn't even know what insulation was back in the <laughs> yeah. day. And so in the summertime, the sun beats down on the building and it warms up, it warms up, it mm. warms up. And it's like a steamership. It doesn't turn very fast. Yeah. So in the afternoon, that patio is going to be the hot ticket. I mean, that's going to be the place to be because yeah. the, the sun is on the other side of the building. It's nice and, and shady. But the inside of the building is roasting. Yeah, the patio is going to be on the patio good. staying cool. Yeah. May through October, that is 100% yeah. going to be the place to be made through October. I cannot wait to check it out when it's finished. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and you know how, you know how projects go. We, you know, we got yeah. the drawings and we had a certain size of, of patio and then we said, well, what if we just extend it a little bit more to the East and well, yeah. at that concrete parking lot there doesn't look, it looks kind of ratty. What if we just turn the corner with the patio? And so now we've got 
almost as much uncovered patio space as we do patio space. And, <laughs> and Melissa Rickman has her eyes on a wood-fired pizza oven out yeah. there to do <laughs> like right. private, like high-end private events, kind of chef-driven, hey, um, yeah. you know, multi-course meal kind of thing. So. Oh, that, that would be amazing. Yeah. It's, it's gonna Bounds be awesome. as though the CEO has spoken. So <laughs> That's awesome. This is that to make that happen now. Exactly. Yes. Well, we can't, we can't wait to have, we can't wait to see you guys at the show. And I can't wait to have you on the panel to talk about overcoming obstacles. And I hope people check that uh, panel out when they come to the show. And uh, we just, we, we're, we're just excited for the show. We, we can't wait. Yes. We come, should, uh, come to the show. I know we've talked about it a lot here yeah. and, and, and I think a lot of your audience probably, probably is going to come to the show, but if you're at all on the fence, man, you gotta, you gotta come to the show and, and as far as our panel goes, I've been I've been given a lot of thought. I've got some really mm -hmm. good, some really good topics and, and things to talk about that that I guarantee will be will be worth uh, worth coming and sitting in on our panel. All right. Awesome. We're looking to it. Eric, man, yeah. thank you so much as always. And I cannot wait to see you in Vegas, buddy. Yeah, um, you too. We'll see you then. Thanks. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good All one. Right. We'll yeah. See you. Bye bye. Bye.